coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. All right, guys. This is behind the scenes look at our podcast studio. We even got a green screen for God's sakes. But anyway, okay. We are Pitmaster and the Dog. John, good to have you back. The best podcast in the world today. And Joe Rogan. Love that guy. His his podcast is great. It's probably the second best. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So we're the greatest podcast ever. We're going to talk about a lot of things today. Mainly this last weekend's UFC. Who saw it? I did. He I, did. I did. All right. So let's talk about the main event first. So wait, wait a minute. Why are they still holding this in the apex? Like the little, uh, you know? No, I don't know for they've sure. Had, they've had full-on fights. Back in Vegas, I'm thinking since since uh, since Dana is doing like you got you got to wrap your head around this. Do you can you just realize, try to imagine how tough it is to promote a fight with usually what 15, 16 fights, so that's like 32 fighters. Um, negotiating contracts um trying to get a venue um mess with their team you got to fly their team you got to do all the transportation get everybody rooms you got to get everybody tested you got to get usada you get, there's so much that goes on it's like it's like three the, most boxing promoters promote like one to three fights a year dana promotes 53 fights a but, year. And usually they're all over the world. 53. But you know, in a normal year, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're all over the United States, but they're all over the world. Right now, they're not all over the world. Yeah, they are. Well, they've had them all. Not they as have, much. But, but the ability to get venues all over the world is probably affected. Not only that, I think Dana's found out now that he can promote a fight at the Apex Theater for, I don't know what, what the price is. Maybe we should ask him that. I bet you it cost him so much less to rent a rent a venue, you know, get a get the production crew there. Everyone, they do their own production, cameras, you know, all the editing, all the the you know the the commentators, the everything. Dana does all of that. Of course, he has a lot of help. He has four hundred fifty employees. Well, also, so my guess is that you can't put all, if you're going to bring it all back to Vegas, you probably can't get a venue for every fight, big fight in Vegas. And then number two is maybe venues cost a lot more now with COVID, the way everything's gone. Yeah. Maybe everyone's fighting for that space in Vegas to have a show. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, this was back in Apex. The only reason I brought it up was because of Kevin Holland, because he's taught, he's listening to DC commentate the fight and answering DC's questions. He's not even asking Kevin. He's just talking to the audience. And Kevin Hollins, while he's fighting, is talking back to DC. I thought it was funny. Yes. It, it, uh, Kevin, Kevin Holland is his personality is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I've talked to him. I talked to him 
after this fight. I'll tell you about it. But let's talk about uh, Diago Santos and, uh, and Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Um, it was a good fight. It wasn't a great fight. Uh, Why wasn't it a great fight? Because they were both very leery of each Tim other's. Timid? Is that a bad word? I don't know. Tentative? Tentative would be better tentative. since you figure a guy like Jimmy Walker has 15 knockouts. It's not and then, Yeah, and then, and then Diago Santos has 15 knockouts, including knocking out the current light heavyweight champion of the world right now, Jan. He knocked right, him he out. Did, yeah. So I don't think, yeah, I think tentative would be a better way to, or, yeah, or don't, maybe don't. a little cautious, not cautious. timid, not timid. Cautious. Bad, yeah. Bad. So I thought it was a good fight. I probably I kept thinking it was going to pick up. Yeah. Kept yeah. thinking, okay, they felt each other out, but it, they didn't. It, it just never, I, styles make fight, and that, that fight didn't, uh, stylistically, it didn't turn into a, it's weird we only have X amount of viewers. Usually there's a lot more. I don't know what's going on. I think maybe, maybe I've been getting a t tad bit more political lately. Maybe they're doing my algorithms, or what do they call it? You're being banned? I'm not banned, but I think they're like taking away some, so people can't see that I'm online or something. I don't know, or I'm doing a live. I don't know. Anyway, forget that. Okay, so good fight. I think I think Johnny Walker scored a little bit more overall, but I don't think he had as I don't think he did as with as much bad intentions, and I don't think uh, I think. Um, Thiago's were were more. Um, they don't really. They didn't really cause much damage either way. But I think they had more bad intention on them, and I think that swayed the judges a little. It was a unanimous decision, so it wasn't even a split decision. But it was a close unanimous decision. Very close. It was one point. It was 40, 46 to seven forty seven or forty seven to forty eight or something like that. So it was by one point on all three cards yep. on all three judges. So. It was a good fight. Um, Johnny Walker did some of his antics. Did he? What did he do? Um, his walk-in was very, very dramatic. Uh, very, what's the word? Theatrical. theatrical. Yeah, very theatrical. And then the way he was grinding on the the the, the cut man when he's putting on the the Vaseline. I, I missed that. That was awkward. So he did not give up that part. So of no. Then when he came in, he did some of his flashy little stuff when he first came in, and then his facial expressions, and so he didn't do the crazy physicalities that he can do or does do. Maybe because he hurt his shoulder. Well, you see the scar on his shoulder now. He's got a massive scar on his shoulder. And he just doesn't seem like the same guy in the ring, at least not in this fight. That explosive craziness that you expect to see yeah. him, you don't see. I think, I think, uh, I think it might have had something to do with it. It might not have. I think Thiago's reputation and just explosive one punch knockout power put and both and both have it. So I think it put both of them into a different game because usually you see Thiago going at it a lot more too, right? Remember, he went after Glover. But I think both of them have had each other's number a little bit. It just kind of took away from – it wasn't the greatest fight, but I give them both shit ton of respect. And uh, I, I also got to give Tiago uh, – I think that tattoo, for as far as a mental game of thinking someone's coming at you with a sledgehammer of a hand, 
There's got to be something to that. My God. I think it's the most intimidating tattoo in MMA, <laughs> personally. Yeah. The guy's got a, a sledgehammer tattooed on his chest, yeah. and that's his nickname. He's going to come hit you with his sledgehammer. Maheta! Yeah, so I think, I don't know, is there a more intimidating tattoo in martial arts than that? I, I never thought of it that way. But I mean, either, but just looking at him. Like, it is. He's an intimidating guy by, he is. without the tattoo, but... I don't know. You look at that coming at you across the ring, and maybe you back up a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We gotta ask him. <laughs> we gotta ask Johnny. So it was good. Uh, anyway, it was I, a good fight, not a great fight. It was all right. But so, so the other, the next fight on the card was a little more interesting. Maybe it's just the ending. Oh my god! So this was Kevin Holland and Daukus, Kyle Daukus, who, who man, he could that guy could fight too. But so this was an unintentional headbutt. Yeah, that knocked out Kevin Holland. Was this in round one? It was in round yeah, one. Knocked him out. Who was the ref? It was, it was Dan, Dan Magliotta. Magliotta. No, was it? I think it was. it was. Yeah. Okay. So there was a, yeah. it was like a flash knockout. Like he was knocked out. He was out. But then he immediately rolled on his back and started defending. So Dan came in to stop the fight and uh, then saw Kevin Holland was defending and didn't stop the fight. Right. And then he let it go on. And then within a, you know, a few seconds, Kevin Holland's choked out. So it was an interesting one. They went back and forth, and Herb Dean was giving him advice. So was uh, yeah. they were kind of mic'd up too, which I thought was interesting. You kind of yeah. heard him talking about it, which looking is at good. the replay. They were they do they do the the after you know after the 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 fact replay where the fight stopped, and now now they can do that, which is a really good thing to have. I think they should have it even if they do a timeout, but they don't. But so they went back, looked at the video, saw it was clearly. A headbutt that charged that changed everything, but the headbutt was equal, so it wasn't deliberate and it wasn't one person, it was a mutual headbutt. They were like this, it wasn't one guy, but one guy got his head turned and rocked, yeah. So, but so. so they both did their heads, they both threw their heads in at the same time. But uh, the head of uh, Kevin, um, the what's his name, the, the other uh, Kyle, Kyle. Yeah, the, Kyle, the head of Kyle hit the chin, right. Of of uh, Kevin Holland, and Kevin Holland went out. He just fell flat on his face, and they went in. They rushed in to stop it. Within no time, man, well, this guy has a chin. He rolled right back to his back, started defending. But this guy's a jujitsu freak. Uh, uh, he Kyle. sure is, man. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, he put him into a, a rear choke, and uh, and um, and Kevin Holland tapped, but then. None of this would have happened if it wasn't a, you know, a, a headbutt. It was a, you know, it was a, it wasn't intentional. So it was not intentional, but it was still a headbutt. Non-intentional illegal strike. Right. So, yeah. so no, neither one's going to win and neither one's going to lose because it was caused by an unintentional, non-intentional illegal strike. Now, if that strike was just Kyle going into the headbutt, and 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 Kevin couldn't go on. He could have got a he could have got a win. He could have got disqualified. So I, I have a question. Looking back, and you know, you wonder know, if John John Big John like that. Looking back, I think I think it was a good call with yeah. what you had to work with after the fact. After he gets choked out, what you have to work with it's a no contest. Yeah, I think that's the right call. I, I but could anything different have happened at the time? Could a ref see an illegal blow? And stop the fight and say, "Can you can see if he's okay to continue or not?" No, because they, they do that sometimes. An illegal blow happens, and then they ask the fighter, "Can you continue?" This has happened, and yeah. then the guy says no, and then wins. 
You mean oh, before he got choked out? Yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone. Th- I think it all happened too fast, and he wasn't clear if it was intentional, unintentional. Right. But now knowing what you know. Yeah. Now, but you can't go back. You yeah. can't go back. But I'm just saying, how do you ref something like that in the moment? It's impossible. It's impossible. That's but, why the cameras the ref, are so what, good. So during an illegal strike, should the ref stop the fight or not? If he saw there was a headbutt. Um, he probably would have, but I don't think he knew exactly what was going on yet. Yeah. So, so then you get the benefit of the replay, and then yeah. you make. So I think overall, that's the best result. They should fight again, those two. Yeah, they're good, I and mean, they were so respectful to each other. They talked and talked, and so respectfully, and they chatted again. But yeah, I love uh, this guy's great, Kyle Dukakis. What's his last name? Dukakis. Dukakis. But. Yeah. <laughs> But I love Kevin Kevin Holland, man. He's the way he, he hey DC, my hand, my takedown defense is getting better, huh? He's while he's fighting. While he's fighting. Oh, another one. Cowboy Oliveira. Nico Price beat him. Oh my god. And I think that was a good decision. I didn't see that one. That one went to decision. You yeah. didn't miss decision. Yeah. And I think uh I think that was great for uh for uh, Nico Price beating beating Cowboy Oliveira was unbelievable. That was such a good decision, um, and he looked so good. He went in with so much more confidence, and he was like getting the takedowns, getting the strike in. It was close. It went back and forth, and it was close as hell. But I definitely think Nico won, and I'm so glad he did because he's an up and comer, man. He's a you know he's a he owns a you know he runs a karate school in. Uh, um, like a little gym in, in, in Florida. And he's just, he's a down, down to earth guy that has a lot of crazy skills. Don't forget, he's the, he's the guy that knocked that guy out from the guard with a hammer blow. And oh, he knocked the guy out Price. cold. What? Yeah, it was Nico Price. And then, and then uh, talk about crazy techniques. Uh, uh, Cowboy Oliveira is just crazy all over. And he's tough and he's wiry and he's fast and he's in condition. Great fight, and uh, that was probably my best fight of the night. But um, all right, before we uh, before we have to go, we have to go. But uh, anything to report from your trip? I went went to went to Connecticut, work with Glover. Oh my God, Glover is looking so good. We had a uh, 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 Leota Machida there working with Glover. Oh my God, those guys. And then you got Alex Pereira. Alex Pereira, he's not just the best striker in the world. Because he knocks people out cold all the time, he is a he's not only a student of of martial arts, he's a fucking professor. I mean, this guy is so smart with every angle, every he knows where every technique block here, do this. He's 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 a he's a he's like a professor of martial arts. And having him and Leota Machida, who is also like that, having them like you know, compare minds and working with, with Glover, what should he do here? What should, it's fucking unbelievable. And, um, Glover also has like two of the best boxers, amateur boxers in the world right now, you know, uh, Fernelli's sons, uh, Fernelito and, and Ali, and they're both heavyweight boxers. One's 18, one's 23, I think. And they work with Glover and they're, they're adept at, takedowns, takedown defense, they'll throw kicks. Even though they're Olympic-level boxers, one of them is the Pan Am Games. He's going to the Pan Am Games next week. 
and the other one's on the Olympic team. So these guys are high-level boxers. They work with Glover. You know, then we got Kyle Magalena working with uh, with Glover. It's an unbelievable camp, and he's looking – his conditioning and his his power and his skill is is unbelievable. It's, it's, that it, fight's coming up fast, so will you be here next week for fights? All right, so you're probably out of here soon, though. Yeah, yeah. But we're here, so that's what we think about that. And uh, great fights this weekend. It wasn't the best fight ever, but – Man, watching Thiago and Johnny Walker, just just having them in the cage together, you know, just they're so entertaining. Watching uh, Nico Price come from, you know, come from where he's come from and winning, beating guys like Cowboy Oliveira, and then Kevin Holland is is still his his um, his what you call went up on that fight. You know, what I mean, he he went up a few levels. You know. Yeah, it's just he's, you, he's, you go through the whole fight night waiting for this Johnny Walker Thiago Santos fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fight, styles make fights. Styles make fights, and you don't expect a Johnny Walker Thiago Santos fight to go five rounds. To no, just, no, you just don't expect that. And it wasn't only that; it went five rounds, but it fi- it went rounds five rounds because it wasn't that great. It was a slow fight. It wasn't very. It wasn't a great fight. It wasn't like they were slugging the whole five rounds, and they just made it all bloody and. A great fight. They they went five rounds because they were both overly tentative. So the word I was thinking was stock, and I think it's Kevin awesome. Holland's stock did go up. Number one, showing what a chin he had and what heart he had after getting knocked out cold and then coming back and defending well. But he still wasn't he still wasn't himself. So he got he got choked out, but he was fine. He didn't. He was so respectful to his opponent and and. Uh, I can't wait to see him again. You expect a broken jaw or something from that. that oh my god, that was brutal. I can't wait uh, to see that replay. All right, all right. See you guys. Thanks. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. We're in-